are you seeing the results that you want, right? At the speed that you thought you would? And if not, how does this make you feel right now? What would it look and feel like to you, right? If you had the opportunity to savor the moment, right? And take the scenic route right now. It's really that you have to go slow to go fast. I think a lot of times people want the quickest way to success. They want to get the, you know, accelerated, you know, version, right? They want to get the cheat sheet to be able to like get all the answers on the quiz. Get on the bicycle, see where the bicycle takes you. And maybe the bicycle takes you somewhere where now you can get on the bus and go a little bit faster. Welcome to the Swag and Soul Show. A virtual road trip between two entrepreneurs and BFFs who are navigating the uncertainty and possibility of pursuing life off the beaten path. Hi, I'm Christina, a wife, mother, karaoke queen, and a fierce founder with a massive mission to create a more just, equitable, and flourishing world. I guide executives, educators, and entrepreneurs to marry their personal essence with their professional excellence in order to achieve greater freedom, fulfillment, and flow. And I am Yeti, a chief swagger officer and burnout survivor, passionate about reimagining well-being. I am bodacious and loquacious. I love geeking out about empowering C-suite execs, entrepreneurs, and women in leadership to achieve multiple streams of wealth, health, and joy. My superpower is advising superstars on how to rock their swagger to the boardroom and beyond. Together, we are here to be your biz besties and help you navigate this journey from powerhouse pivots to purpose-driven paths. You have the key to unlock limitless possibilities with swag and soul. Where we hashtag manifest your destiny while pursuing your wildest ambitions. I love a good destination wedding. I mean, put me in paradise with the palm trees, the sand in between my toes, the ocean breeze, you know, hearing the waves crashing on the shore and I am in my happy place. But I just remember being in a not so happy place, maybe a hangry place, okay? (laughs) When one of my best friends from college invited me to his destination wedding. And I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. It was like in the springtime, it was cold in New York. I was like, yes, we're going to Panama. It's going to be amazing. First, we got on the international flight, which I barely made because I liked (laughs) it. Because you like to roll the dice and play Russian roulette with the TSA. Yes, I know. That's my go-to. That's my go-to move. I was a professional traveler for years. I know how to really cut it down to the wire. But like, you know that show, American Ninja Warrior, when you're like, <laughs> you see them doing, scaling all the obstacles. That's me getting through, you know, security to the gate, to checking in, even packing my luggage. It's a whole obstacle course that I've got going on. But I, I nailed it too. So I get on the international flight. I sit down. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm knocked out because I sleep on the flight because I'm like, as soon as I get there, I want to be well rested. I want to be ready for the adventure. Okay, we get there. And then there's a domestic flight. Not a problem. I'm like, you know what? I'm going with the flow. I get on the domestic flight. Not a problem. Okay, we get off the domestic flight. And then we get on a bus. 
Okay. Then the bus takes us to a boat. Okay. And I don't know how to trains and automobiles. It sounds like that's what you were working with. That's basically what it was. And I don't know how to swim. So I'm just there. There, I didn't see any, I didn't see any life jackets. So I'm there on a wing and a prayer. Right. I hop into this boat and then we get off and then there's a golf cart. We get off and we get into a golf cart and then we get to paradise. So the whole way I'm thinking, how could somebody plan this? I mean, it's so inconvenient, right? To make us take like almost seven modes of transportation just to get to your wedding. I mean, how presumptuous that I get there and it's paradise. And all of my complaining really just simmered down because I knew I was exactly where I was meant to be. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. And it's like, I don't know how often in our own life journeys, like we think about like, what is our mode of transportation? What is our desired mode, our preferred mode of transportation? I feel like I'm always want to be in that like race car. I'm like so urgent. Like I want to move to the next thing. Like without hesitation, I want to go the fastest way possible. And I feel like in that adventure, heading to that destination wedding, that it gave me a wake up call. Yeah. Really? Like, was I just racing through life? Was I just on this fast track? Did I really need to perhaps slow down to really take the scenic route? So I'm curious what your perspective, Christina, is, because I know you love to travel as well. I love travel for weddings or otherwise, or just because I think that each mode of transportation, right, gives us a different experience. So even as I was envisioning you describing these different things, right? I mean, jets, that's the fastest, that's the most efficient way from point A to point B. And then, you know, with those domestic flights, usually, you know, you might be a little lower to the ground, but you could see from the plane window a little bit more than you could when you were way, way, way high in the sky on the big jet. And then, you know, you talk about being on the bus. Now, being on the bus, there's community in a different way than there is community. You know, planes, I feel like, are kind of like, you stay in your zone and I'm going to stay in my zone. But buses, you know, we're facing each other a lot of times. Sometimes people are standing right over you. And you get to kind of see the culture as you're driving through, right? You can see people on the street. You can see the architecture. It becomes a little bit more intimate, right? And then, you know, you talked about being on a boat. So now it's maybe less about the people because there tends to be less people in that mode of transportation, but it's about enjoying nature, allowing yourself to be in awe again of just all of God's creation, right? And then, you know, that golf cart, I mean, that's taken it a bit back into the intimate part of things. But even, I don't know if at any point you got on a bike or even just took a hike, just using your good old two feet, right, to get from one spot to the other. It just creates a different relationship with you and the geography and you and the people. And so I love this idea of thinking about how our mode of transportation can give us something besides just getting us to the destination, right? We always talk about it's about the journey, not the destination, right? And so this Thinking about that mode of transportation, I feel like really lends itself to that. And then when I even think about, you know, we both have parents who are immigrants and came to this country and, you know, 
They might not have come on a boat, or maybe there were parts of their travel that were on a boat, but, you know, they came by plane. They may have had to get on some trains, maybe in some cabs, but they were willing to go through all of that terrain and make these sacrifices so that we could travel not only with more ease, but with more choice, right? So I'm just curious as for you, like how do you see destinations and modes of transportation being connected or last episode we talked a little bit about fixed versus flexible? Mm, Yeah, I mean, I'm reflecting right now on what you shared about our parents' journeys, you know, and I, I never realized how much their ideas and their ideals were wrapped up into the destinations that I even deemed worthy, right? Like, because of the sacrifices they made. I can't imagine, from their perspective, leaving everything they knew behind, right, to come to a new country, to pursue their education, to to start a family. Um, so much leaving behind the known and venturing into the unknown right? The appetite for risk, for adventure, like what that required of them, right? As they were like charting their next path. And I think sometimes our ego gets involved when we think that we need to be on a different mode of transportation. Like I recall specifically becoming an entrepreneur and it's a humbling experience if anybody's not done it yet. Uh, it's glamorized on TV. Zero right? stars. Do not write. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, it's like it's glamorized on TV, right? Because we always kind of elevate that fantasy of that work from anywhere. You're on the beach and it's just like you're, the cash is pouring in. And it's like really what it looks like is you try to sell products, right? You try to host events. Sometimes nobody shows up, right? You got to show up. You got to be willing to show up for yourself first. And I just remember those moments where I wanted to be on the jet. You talked about, you know, the fastest path to get there. I wanted to be on the jet and I needed to be on a bicycle, right? (laughs) It's almost like, like freshman year, like you're an expert at the thing that you do well, you in education, me coming from that health yeah. and wellness space and having that strategy background. We're great at what we do, but the new areas that we've got to learn when you start a business from scratch, like it's super, super humbling. It feels like freshman year every day because every day you're being pushed and pulled outside of your comfort zone. You're being required to like learn new skills, you know, try new systems, like find new ways of reaching people. When the world was shut down, you couldn't leave your home. There were so many obstacle courses like that American Ninja Warrior game, right? That we're standing between us and the destination. And we got to choose, are we going to scale a mountain? Are we going to crawl through the mud? Or are we just going to try to go over this little modest hill that we created? (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes the hill is our own expectations. Sometimes the hill is our own mindset, right? People talk a lot about limiting beliefs, but sometimes the hill is us not even knowing what's possible because we've never seen it done before, right? We are the first in our family to, for me, become a corporate executive. You were the first in your family to become a college graduate. Like we sometimes, because we've just never seen it modeled before, we don't even know what is possible. Yeah, and I think, you know, for both of us, because- we had accelerated in our own careers respectively pretty quickly and ascended the ranks, if you will, when we went into our collective entrepreneurship, right? Our joint venture that is happening in real time in the middle of a global pandemic. 
you know, we set out to do our first workshop and no one purchased a ticket (laughs) and we did it anyway, right? Because we were like, we got to show up as we want the universe to show up to us. And so we legitimately did that whole video and recorded it and talked about it like there wasn't a seat left in the house, right? And then we went to do our second workshop and we doubled our numbers, <laughs> right? We got two people to buy a ticket. Okay. One of them showed up. Now, <laughs> part of that was because uh, with the technology, somebody didn't have the link, but whatever. We showed up for that one person like there was a thousand people in the room. And again, we talked about it. And we showed up on these internet streets like you couldn't tell us. But that third time we we sold something and we showed up, right? That was for a 40K contract because somebody had been watching the way we had been practicing and playing, right? And showing up. And they didn't know all the behind the scenes. And so it just was like a reminder to, you know, get on the bicycle, see where the bicycle takes you. And maybe the bicycle takes you somewhere where now you can get on the bus and go a little bit faster. Hey, hey, Swagnistas and Solsters. We want to let you know about a very special opportunity to get more connected with finding your way through the chaos of this online jungle and business world. And life as well. As many of you may already know, Christine and I were faced with hard times when the pandemic hit, and we had to find a way to hit back. I was trying to bounce back from a layoff from my dream job as a corporate exec. And after quitting my job as a principal due to my mom's illness and reinventing my career, I found myself on hold with the unemployment office after the pandemic eviscerated my biz down to zero. From having to navigate uncertainty with no playbook, to questioning everything about the meaning of success. We know what it's like to try to figure things out, to discover what we wanted out of our lives, clarify our purpose, and design a life that worked for us. Which is why we created the Swag and Soul Strategy Sesh for you. And Yeti and I are two friends who are travel buddies on this epic adventure, figuring out work-life harmony together which has made the journey so much easier and fun. Consider us your besties by your side as you are figuring it all out. Imagine having a human GPS or tag team of trusted advisors to help you navigate finding your way through the corporate jungle of leadership. Honestly, we wish we had had this when we started. Exactly, there's so much noise out there. People telling us how to do things their way, so many shoulds and coulds. So many people showing us their highlight reels without sharing their bloopers, outtakes, and heartbreaks along the way to help us see the journey that took them there. You might see me and Christina out in these online streets and think, damn, they're killing the game. And in lots of ways we are, but we also know what it's like to have to reinvent yourself when life did not go according to plan. And we want to help you get to where you want to be by getting in the driver's seat and having the audacity and confidence to lead with your vision and values. Yes, you can enjoy the journey and reimagine your path. 
If you're like us and want to figure out how to root into your authenticity and authority while winning at work, wealth, and well-being, click the links in the show notes and visit us at swagandsoul.com to book your Swag and Soul strategy sesh. And be prepared to feel guided and supported as you discover that the messiness and unpredictability of leading through uncertainty can be an epic adventure that allows you to create your own roadmap and reach your desired destination. I feel like our trajectory after that, it kind of was like a little bit of like a rocket ship, right? I don't know. Am I, am I, am I misremembering? No, I mean, you're hitting it spot on. I mean, I say third time's a charm. <laughs> you know, like a third time's a charm. And the thing is that for both of us, I don't just think it was like, oh, we kept showing up. We believed in ourselves. I think it was actually us combining forces, uh. us supporting one another in the journey, us collaborating and leaning on each other and letting the other one shine in their own strengths. And Allowing our skills and our talents and our gifts to complement one another so beautifully. Yeah. You know, and I think that the image that I think about is, you know, when you're like in Chicago or something, there's that like pedicab, but it's like a a group of friends. They're all usually drinking, but they're (laughs) pedaling their little hearts out, right? And they're slowly going down the road and picking up speed and momentum along the way. That is completely what I envision when I think about the journey that you and I have been on together, right? Like sometimes the collective momentum of everybody pedaling together helps you go forward in a direction. There's an African proverb, right? If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. I love. And that's the one I think like I could have never imagined, right, that you and I, best friends in second grade, like would one day wind up in the pandemic collaborating as business partners to create a joint venture that would then generate right multiple six figures in revenue from a YouTube channel that had, you know, 10 subscribers. So that's, so that's the thing. You can't make this up. You can't make this stuff up. And I think that it's really that you have to go slow to go fast. I think a lot of times people want the quickest way to success. They want to get the, you know, accelerated, you know, version, right? They want to get the cheat sheet to be able to like get all the answers on the quiz. I feel attacked. <laughs> I mean, but in this case, right, we had to humble ourselves. We had to yeah. like, like quiet that ego and say like, we're going to start from the beginning, but we're going to show up on day one as if it was the day, right? To be able to show up and shine. And so I think that that energy, the momentum that we had from coming together and joining forces was a big, big part of the trajectory and why it did feel like it was like a rocket launch after that, yeah. you know? But I think there were moments also where it was easy to get discouraged. Yeah. Like, it's easy, like, you know, to... I almost think sometimes in New York, like, when I would take the subway, there would be one line down. Yeah. It's like, oh, this line of the train is down. Like, and you have to always have another route, always have yeah. another way of transportation to still reach your same destination. One time I wound up in Queens, right? Trying to get to Brooklyn because the trains weren't working. Or like, let me just call Uber. This is pre-Uber. <laughs> this is pre-Uber, right? Oh, like, no. so, <laughs> yes, this is between you and I, this was us having the courage, right? The courage 
to stick with it, to find alternate routes, to find alternate modes of transportation to ultimately reach the destination together. And I think that's the part that people often miss, right? Like at the the first sign of disappointment, the first sign of potential conflict, the first sign of like, you know, an obstacle to the path they want to give up. And this is a case where each of us in the moments where we got to borrow each other's belief. Yes. Right. We're able to hold the other. You're right. Okay. You're, you're bringing back some of the memories that I maybe <laughs> tried to block out because yeah, the momentum started to build up. We had that like rocket ship like launch and then it kind of just was cruising and it like started to come back down to earth and there was a moment in time where we were like, okay, we know this is going to happen. We know that we can repeat the success. We can replicate it for sure. But the timing, you know, it's almost like we we talk about in gardening, like you have to plant certain seeds at different times so in order to get certain fruits or vegetables or flowers to bloom in the right season, right? And so because we had just started, there were some more lulls in between. And there were whole periods where we actually had to focus on our respective businesses. Like you took on the um, professor job at the university and I took on a few more um, subcontracting gigs for the ed consulting so that we could stay afloat, you know, financially. But we were using that downtime, right? That lull to build up our programming and our service offering and thinking about how we were going to market ourselves and, and to network and things like that. So I think it's remembering that as we were doing that, as we've come now, we're actually about to hit our, this is our third Q4, right? And so we can actually, if we were to chart everything backwards, like we can see the lulls are getting smaller and smaller. And there's also a shift in it and it's a, a turn in the tide for us pursuing versus people coming to us, right? To become our clients. And so it's just been amazing to see all of that happen. And I think that we were able to pause in a way that allowed us to propel, right? And in that pause, also like have fun with each other and joke and savor these moments. You know, my husband is always joking about how he's never seen two people (laughs) be able to get so excited about something that hasn't even happened yet. But it is, it's holding on to that belief And knowing it's not a matter of if, but when, and just being open to whenever that's going to happen. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I I don't think it hurts that self-assurance is number four for both of us. Like, uh, you're like, you want us to go to the moon? How are we getting there? We're going to figure it out, like kind of personalities. (laughs) But I do think the camaraderie of it, the moral support, right? I think that was a big big piece of me even staying on the entrepreneurial path, you know, when the seas got rough, when there was all of the kind of perfect storm, if you will, to say reasons why we shouldn't. And I think that having each other in that process was like a big, big piece of, you know, why we ultimately got to the destination. We're able to shorten, right, the reps to get to the destinations down the road. So I think, you know, at this point, we, we would love to hear from you right, who are listening to this conversation and in that journey with us, maybe you too, right, have had situations where 
maybe, you know, the results, right, are coming, but not at the speed you thought they would, right? So we want to ask you this question. Are you seeing the results that you want, right, at the speed that you thought you would? And if not, how does this make you feel right now? How does this make you feel? What would it look and feel like to you, right, if you had the opportunity to savor the moment, right, and take the scenic route right now? And also, like, what would it look like for you to actually slow down? How may that actually ultimately allow you to speed up in the future the way that we did, right? We paused in order to propel. All right. The pause before the propel. We want to hear from you. Share with us, right? Where are you seeing the result? And is it at the speed that you thought you would see them? How can you pause before the propel so that you can better savor at the moment. We'd love to hear from you. Share with us in the YouTube comments. We're looking forward to seeing all of your experiences and um, yeah, the pause before the propel. Beautiful, Christina. Thanks. Well, I enjoyed chatting with my in real life bestie and my virtual biz besties today. As did I. We trust you had a blast on this joyride with us. We want you to help spread the word that life's journey is much sweeter with a little more swag and soul. You can help us do this by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so that we can reach more ears and spread the positivity, helping more swagnistas and soulsters reach greatness. Don't forget to visit swagandsoul.com to book your swag and soul strategy sesh. We definitely wish we had something like this when we started. Until next time, remember, you have the key to unlock limitless possibilities with swag and soul. Where we hashtag manifest your destiny while pursuing your wildest ambitions.